Well, hey, John. Hey, Laurel. Um, what's that noise? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I'm just getting the last sip of my uh, boba tea here. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, are you ready to record the podcast? <coughs> yep, yep. <coughs> let's 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 do this thing. <coughs> John, are you okay? Is the the boba tea not going down very well? Uh, yeah, no, no, it's not that. It's just I uh I turned the heat on in my apartment, and there's just there's a whole bunch of dust. Uh huh. Well, let's just get to it. We've got a lot to talk about today. All right. Well, I'm ready. I'm just fueling uh, up with some snacks here. But um, what what were we talking about again? Marijuana, John. Lawmakers introduced a new bipartisan plan to reform marijuana penalties statewide. Oh, huh. I could have sworn we were going to do redistricting. Yeah, that was last week. Oh, well... Whatever. It's all groovy, baby. This is the WPR Politics Podcast. I'm John K. Wilson. And I'm Laurel White. This week, the sticky politics of weed in Wisconsin. And that dank beat, of course, is the instrumental version of the marijuana-themed hip-hop anthem The Next Episode by Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg off the 1999 studio album 2001. And while it's very thematically appropriate for a conversation about <laughs> weed, the lyrics are just way too explicit for a family podcast like this. And listening to the radio edit, it's just basically nonsensical it's so chopped up so this is you know this this is the best we can do here (laughs) gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) (laughs) um yeah you know it's it's still good even without the lyrics um so we're we're talking about marijuana policy and just off the top you know stoner jokes aside which i feel like we had to include in there I think it's important to say that this really comes down to being sort of a criminal justice policy issue uh, that has some serious implications here in Wisconsin. Um, so while it's while it's fun to make weed jokes, that's that's sort of the lens that I think it's important to look through mm-hmm. when we when we talk about uh, this this issue. The news peg this week, obviously, like we mentioned in the open, was this legislation, this bipartisan legislation that would change uh, some penalties for marijuana in Wisconsin. Do you want to start out just by sort of breaking down what that was? Yeah, absolutely. And also, we should say um, that Sean is not with us again this week. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) I got so used to him not being here. (laughs) Right. And he came back for a week to talk about redistricting, and then he was like, "Peace, I'm leaving." Um, no, Sean, no, is... he's just just off, just yeah. taking a well deserved uh, break day. He'll yeah. he'll be back. He will be back. He will be back. So, um, to answer your question, this proposal uh, is a bipartisan proposal introduced, um, co-sponsored by Republicans and, and Democrats. Uh, 
This is a little handy definition of bipartisan for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> you learn so <laughs> much on this podcast. This start- is why you keep coming back and listening. <laughs> exactly. We're starting strong. So what this would do is it would basically create a statewide standard for marijuana possession penalties. And there isn't a statewide standard right now. Um, Essentially, state law has a state penalty in place for first-time possession. It's a misdemeanor that is a fine of up to $1,000, six months in jail, and that's at the discretion of the the judge in in the sentencing process. Um, But where it gets really tricky is that that state law that governs marijuana possession penalties allows local governments to set their own penalties if they want to for this and -hmm. not everybody has but some have and that's created kind of a patchwork across the state of you know how much a person could be fined um, how much uh, you know jail time they might be subject to and so backers of this legislation say it's time to have kind of a a more statewide standard for Mm -hmm. how this is handled right which, which I think brings up what to me is one of the most interesting parts of this proposal in this conversation, because in general, statewide, this standardization would reduce penalties for marijuana possession. You know, in a lot of parts of the state, penalties are pretty stiff. But at the same time, there are some communities, notably Madison and Milwaukee, where there are pretty much no penalties for possession of small amounts of marijuana. And so already some opponents have come out and said, hey, now, if you pass this bill and make these statewide standards, the penalties in those communities would actually get more severe than they are now. Yeah, that's totally right. So it's it's really interesting. So basically what this proposal would do is it would create a penalty for having um, up to 14 grams of marijuana. Um, you'd have um, you'd have to have uh, at least a hundred dollars civil forfeiture. So basically, like paying a speeding ticket, but that would have to be mm-hmm. at least a hundred dollars, and uh, not more than 250. So it creates this thing for communities that want to write their own. It says you can still write your own, but it has to be in this range. So it has to be at least $100 um, if you're going to do a fine. There is a, a provision that would allow communities to, do, to have people do community service instead, but it would be at least 16 hours of community service, um, not more than 40. So it has these things that communities have to do. And like you said, right now, Madison and Milwaukee don't come anywhere near this. So Madison, for example... Uh, doesn't impose any penalties for marijuana possession under 28 grams. So that's obviously double 14 coming at you with all the <laughs> all the helpful insights today. We got the definitions. We got the math. And we got the math. Yeah. So under 28 grams for people over 18. Um, it's different for people under 18. But for people over 18, under 28 grams, no penalties in Madison. In Milwaukee... Um, there's a $1 fine for possession. So obviously, under these under this proposal, there would be an increased penalty, even if they just go with community service and they don't go with the fine, you're going to be 
doing more, there's more of a response to marijuana possession. And I just want to mention, because I think that this is really interesting, this proposal only sets the the standard for under 14 grams mm-hmm. of marijuana. So in, in Milwaukee, for example, you could um, be fined uh, you know, $100 or have to do this community service if you have less than 14 grams under this this state law. But because the state law doesn't address, address 14 to 28 and communities are allowed to set their own for that range, um, mm-hmm. you could have to do more and pay more for having less than 14. But if you have between 14 <laughs> Wait, and 28, does that what? make sense? Yeah. No, that's yeah. So, so really... It- if you're worried about getting caught with marijuana, it's act- it would actually theoretically be more beneficial to you to have more weed on you right. under this proposal in this in instance Milwaukee? in Milwaukee County, oh, as it's written right now. I believe that is correct. Yes, so it's just it's kind of wonky. Yeah. Um, so as as you helpfully mentioned, uh, this is a bipartisan bill in the sense that it has Republican and Democratic backers. What what have we heard from supporters of it about why this is sort of a good place for them to meet on this issue? Well, they really say, which is sort of, I guess, the mantra of bipartisan compromise is that Nobody is 100% happy with this, and that means that we've struck a good middle ground because it's not completely appeasing people who want, obviously, full legalization or no penalties, and it's not really appeasing the people who want harsh penalties and really a strong kind of criminal justice crackdown on marijuana possession. It's it's somewhere in the middle. It's raising penalties in places like Milwaukee and Madison. Um, You know, Eau Claire has a $1 fine, like Milwaukee County. But it would be lowering them in places like Green Bay, Wauwatosa, West Alice, where sometimes penalties for marijuana possession can be several hundred dollars. So proponents are really saying like, yeah, this isn't going to make any everybody happy, but it's a change that we think is valuable. It's middle of the road. It sets a statewide standard, which we think is helpful. And it's a step that we can all take right now that's that's doable in their opinion. So aside from the thought that uniformity across the state is, is beneficial just for consistency's sake, what's the argument from supporters here about why lowering penalties across most of the state, you know, a few communities notwithstanding, but across most of the state, why do they think that reducing penalties for marijuana will be beneficial? So it's a lot of the same arguments that we hear when we talk about, you know, decriminalizing marijuana. I mean, this is it's a step in that direction for a lot of parts of Wisconsin. So you hear the arguments about how much prosecuting marijuana offenses costs the criminal justice system, um, just the amount of taxpayer money that goes into going after folks and kind of moving them through the system. Uh, It talks about the, um, when I say it, I mean the argument, I guess. (laughs) They, proponents, talk about. I guess we should specify, too, 
who the sponsors of this bill are. I don't think we've yeah. mentioned that yet. Yeah. We can say what they've said about it. They had they held a press conference and everything. They did. So it was uh, at the Capitol. It's Representative Shea Sortwell, who's a Republican from Two Rivers, Democrat uh, Silvio Ortiz-Velez from Milwaukee. We talked about Representative Ortiz-Velez last week because she kind of made some news with her redistricting speech. So um, two weeks in a row. Uh, for Representative Ortiz Velez on the pod, but um, she she was really the one that talked about um, you know the expense of the system, you know, moving folks through the criminal justice system and how much taxpayers pay for that. That was a big part of her argument at the press conference. And then they also talked about you know um, the effect of having criminal charges related to marijuana on your record, particularly felony charges. So under law Mm -hmm. right now, I talked earlier about first-time possession, but under law right now, repeat possession of marijuana um, comes with a felony charge. And we know that, you know, having a felony on your record in Wisconsin creates all sorts of barriers for things, Um, what you can do, what you can't do. But it also makes it harder for folks to do things like, you know, get a job or get housing. And under this proposal, in addition to setting that kind of statewide um, penalty for possession, it takes away the felony charge for repeat offenses. Mm -hmm. So there wouldn't be this kind of felony aspect at play that puts these limitations on people. And so sponsors say this is really valuable because it's helping people you know, who who may be using marijuana um, for one reason or another not have felony charges on their record. And they did talk about people who use marijuana for medical purposes um, and, you know, making that choice and then having a felony charge. So where things stand now is that this bill has been introduced in the legislature what do we know in terms of the support that it has from both the Democratic side and the Republican side, which arguably is more significant because they hold, you know, a majority in in both chambers? Right. They have the power to, you know, give this bill a public hearing in a committee, uh, bring it to the floor, everything like that. So it is really important how the Republican leadership thinks about this bill. And that was a question that was posed to Representative Sortwell, the Republican co-sponsor. And he said he has spoken with leadership and leadership, quote, didn't give him a no. So he feels like mm-hmm. the day it's so you're saying there's a chance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was basically where we're at um, with this. And that's that's important. You know, there have been marijuana related proposals in Wisconsin that have gotten flat out no's and just haven't gotten those committee hearings. So it's a possibility that this could move forward. Um, Representative Sortwell had some interesting insight. You know, he said that um, there were a number of people, in his opinion, in Republican politics, uh, you know, elected office and just in the the electorate that have had shifting positions over the past several years about marijuana, about legalization, use of marijuana. And so he said that, you know, kind of taking into account those shifting opinions, uh, this proposal might have more of a shot than it would have had, you know, a little bit back down the line. 
Right. And I guess looking back a few years, you can sort of point to the whole like CBD legalization in Wisconsin mm-hmm. as uh, maybe a precursor to that the because mm-hmm. you know that that sort of moved through with bipartisan support too and obviously cbd different than marijuana with thc in it but it again it seems like uh, those those opinions do seem to have shifted to some extent mm-hmm. i guess it remains to be seen whether or not uh, it actually happens or if leadership is just blowing smoke as it were. <laughs> I see what you yeah, did there. Yeah, you like that. What's interesting, before we move on, I'll just note that, and this is a really obvious point, but, you know, obviously not only does, does opinion shift between folks that have been in office for a while, um, but we get new leadership assignments and we get kind of shifts in the makeup of the legislature. And one of the big hangups for medical marijuana last time was Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald, who does not support medical marijuana, um, said that there wasn't the support in his caucus. He's obviously in Congress now, no longer in the state Senate. Uh, Senator Devin Lemahue is now the leader. I'm not saying that Lemahue supports it, but I'm just saying things change over time. (laughs) This is true. And so um, windows could be opening in the future. Well, that seems like a good spot to open a window to where I want to go next beyond just this specific legislation uh, and into marijuana in Wisconsin politics more generally. There are now, you know, several states across the country that uh, have full legalized recreational marijuana. You know, my my home state of Colorado, we were one of the first two to, you know, make that kind bud legal. (laughs) Are you, like, required as a resident to use that voice when you talk about, yeah. Yeah, those those dank nugs going to go up in the mountains, shred some pow-pow. Yeah, totally. Um, John just went into robot mode. It's like he was like, must do this. I'm a stoner robot from Colorado, man. Um, but so with Wisconsin, obviously, uh, it is illegal here. Uh, some of our neighbors, Michigan and Illinois, mm-hmm. now have full recreational legalization. Uh, Minnesota has medical and decriminalization. So Wisconsin, aside from, I guess, Iowa, we do have that little, uh, shared corner border with them they're also cbd only uh but when you look at the way states are moving wisconsin is kind of becoming this this island of uh the the non-emerald island you know because we we don't (laughs) have the green there's green all around us right um and you you mentioned uh, Representative Fitzgerald, who's now in Congress, and generally Senator seems... Fitzgerald. Senate. Well, he's now representative, though. Ah, good point. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, I I don't Touché. I can't really claim that that was what I was going for, but <laughs> I think it's in my mind that he is a representative now. Yeah, no, uh, that's former the... former Senator Fitzgerald, now U.S. Representative Fitzgerald. See, he'll no always be Senator Fitz in my heart. I know yeah. that that's not his, but you know his current title. Anyway, please. Continue. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so where 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 I was going was that basically across the country there's growing public support for legalized marijuana. But in Wisconsin, there's a real disconnect between that public support and the political appetite, uh, especially among Republicans who control the legislature. And this actually brings me to a clip that I want to play real quick. I've stolen a chunk of Sean's other podcast, Mapped Out. Uh, so he's not he's not here, but we'll still get to hear a little bit of his voice, along with our newsroom colleague, Bridget Bowden. The two of them talked to Charles Franklin, who's the head pollster for Marquette University's law school. And he talked to them about what he's found talking to Wisconsinites about their support for marijuana. So here's just a, a snippet of that. I would say the marijuana is, issue is one in national polling that we've seen substantial evolution from majority opposition to substantial majority support over recent years, let's call it the last 15 years or so. Lawmakers in other states have taken notice. According to the National Conference of State Legislatures, 18 states now allow recreational marijuana. They include Wisconsin's neighbors, Illinois and Michigan. In Wisconsin, about 59% of voters supported legal marijuana in an April 2019 poll. But when you add medical marijuana to it, then you start to get these true supermajorities of 80% or more in favor. 83% supported medical marijuana in that same poll. That included strong majorities of voters from both parties. Wow, the production on that podcast is just so much better than ours. <laughs> Do we owe them money now? Like, how does that I, work? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Do we have to, like, buy Bridget and Sean some coffee? Or uh, Charles, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I wanted to play that just because I thought it, it made the interesting point about those numbers, about how strong mm -hmm. support is in Wisconsin among among voters for for recreational and then especially for when you throw in medical there like that's that's a lot of people yeah and the reason sean and bridget were talking about that on mapped out is because it's an issue when people talk about you know the makeup of, of the legislature and redistricting and the really strong republican majority um you know, they argue that that because Republicans um, have such a strong majority, they don't have to listen to what people want and issues that are really popular. They can decide that they're not going to pursue. So that's kind of how that how that um, dynamic plays out. But yeah, this is yeah, it's very popular. And I guess one point too, one of the reasons that some of these other states around us were able to get legalized marijuana is that they have the opportunity for voter initiated referendums you know people can put a question on the ballot and have residents vote on whether or not they want something changed i mean that's what happened way back in the day in colorado um in in michigan as well wisconsin does not have voter initiated ballot referendums uh so that's sort of an, another reason why it comes down to decisions made in the legislature about that. Right. The only option for a change to happen 
to this policy in Wisconsin is to go through the regular legislative process. And just because of the political dynamics of the state, that just hasn't been feasible um, on the timeline that other states have done it. You know, Governor Tony Evers has proposed this since he's been in office. Every budget has included, you know, medical marijuana. Uh, The last one was uh, decriminalizing. Uh, I think actually the last budget was full recreational legalization. So it's just... You know, Democrats have pushed for this, but because of the majorities and because this has to follow the regular legislative process, just not possible here right now. But I guess like we were saying, this bill that was introduced this week is, is could be hinting at some of that change. You know, it, it is bipartisan and it's a, a f- it's a far cry from you know, legalizing recreational marijuana, Mm -hmm. for sure. It's not even legalized, you know, anywhere near legalizing medical marijuana. But it's interesting to look at because it has bipartisan sponsors and it's not, you know, totally dead on arrival. It it is different than what we have seen in recent years. And you're right that it doesn't go as far because we have had, I think it's really important to mention, um, that we have had Republican co-sponsors of marijuana-related bills before. This isn't like the first time mm-hmm. that that's happened. We've we've had Republican co-sponsors of medical marijuana bills. Senator Mary Felskowski in the Senate has been outspoken about medical marijuana and legalizing medical marijuana. She's backed that proposal at least twice um, in the state Senate, and other Republicans have said they support it. Assembly Speaker Voss says he supports medical marijuana. So we have had Republicans come out and publicly back marijuana-related bills before, but there just haven't been enough of them. There hasn't been the majority in the caucus to bring these things to the floor. And those it's because I think – it's like you said. It's because it's, you know, this proposal isn't taking that step toward medical or toward recreational. This is something that continues to have penalties for marijuana possession. It's a, a much smaller – change and it has republican backing so it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out how it's received whether this gets a public hearing how much traction this gets if this is the kind of bipartisan marijuana related proposal that is suited to this moment in wisconsin because we haven't found the right mix of what people are comfortable with uh, and what's feasible, you know, and, and maybe this, maybe this will be that. Who knows? That will be this. This will be that. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you haven't been drinking too much of that boba tea, Laurel? You didn't share any of your boba tea with me. Very sad. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm just going to have some more snacks here. Um, uh, and I'll I'll mix this thing down. Uh, Laura White is WPR's Capitol reporter. And John K. Wilson is our resident politics nerd. If you are on the lookout for the dankest the stankiest, the sticky, icky, ickiest Wisconsin politics news. Without all the seeds and stems you might find on other shows, well, we have got your hookup. That's right. 
You can subscribe to get new episodes of the WPR Politics Podcast delivered to you almost every single week when you subscribe to the show. You can find it on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and many other podcast apps. Tell a friend by leaving a rating or review of the show. And of course, you can dive into our stash of past episodes anytime at wpr.org slash politics podcast.